Thanks for joining the Ultra Health and Wellness Kitchen Podcast. I am your host, Catherine. Just a few little things before we get started. Head on over to ultrahealthandwellnesscoaching.com. Sign up for the free monthly newsletter if you haven't already. Each quarter, there will be a drawing for a lucky contestant to receive a free fundamental plan. Also, if you have any questions for that newsletter, send them to one ultracoach at gmail.com. That's one as in the number one, ultracoach at gmail.com. Thanks, and let's get on with the show. Hey everyone, thanks for joining another episode of the Ultra Health and Wellness Coaching Podcast. So just want to say thank you for joining. Just a little reminder that um, doing a little bit of a challenge to get 3,000 downloads by the end of this year. And if we do, I will have... Um, Maybe I'll poll the audience and see what color, but like I'll add some some funky color to my blonde hair um, as a as a little um, meeting my challenge goal. So make sure to tell your friends, family, coworkers, everybody just to download and listen, and you know you're giving them a little bit of nugget of knowledge anyway. So what we're gonna talk about. Uh, today kind of hits like pretty much everybody like we with some things we like to think that we're all kind of immune on some things and um, this one when it I've started reading some articles you know I am one of those like eat real foods type of person but then I would actually took a step back and you know realized I wasn't doing as good as I thought I was. So, like I said, this kind of hits like everybody um, because we are just kind of like so in our flow with certain what or certain ways that we don't really take a back, take a step back, and really look at what we're doing because you know we're just so used to doing it. So, getting started, like our food looks completely different than what it did. 50 plus years ago, but also so does our health um, stats. 40, so according to the CDC, and this is like a couple years ago when they updated this data, that 41.9%, so like let's just say 42% of the population is overweight and obese. Along with that, approximately more than 130 million Americans are pre-diabetic or diabetic in the U.S. alone. So what does this tell us? This tells us that we are becoming over-processed. We are like ultra-processed folks going on now. And so there's been like a huge bump in the ultra-processed foods over the past years. Um, a lot of things are like for being like, um, let me see if I can say this without like slurring all the things together. Shelf-stable products. 
Uh, so like a lot of these additives that are in, added into it uh, to make things last longer, mainly being like a sugar product or a sodium product. And um, so we um, are getting like a bulk, a bulk of this excess you know, ingredients, and then this bulk is actually bulking us up, but not in a good way. Um, so what classifies as ultra-processed foods? Ice cream, candy, a lot of the deli meats that include, uh, you know, a lot of the deli meats because of, like, the preservatives that they put in there. Things like sausages, hot dogs, um, then things with high fructose corn syrup, which challenge you to just take a gander at ingredients and I guarantee you that it's in so much more stuff than you think it is in. Breakfast cereals, biscuits, carbonated drinks like our sodas, um, fruit, fruit flavored yogurts, instant soups, um, some alcoholic beverages, some things that we don't think of it being like ultra processed is um, like crackers and cheese crisps and uh, mass-produced breads because like you gotta think like those loaves of bread that are on the shelves if you take a look at the expiration date they kind of last a while there's a reason for that you know if you think about when you make a homemade loaf of bread it does not last very long you have to eat that within a matter of days before it starts to get funky so on average, in a 2019 study, showed people who ate ultra-processed foods, foods consumed approximately 500 calories. So some folks are like uh, consuming less, but some are consuming more. And like, you know, the, the happy medium there was 500, which, you know, that really adds up over time, especially as since, you know, we've also became more set, um, sedentary as um, these years have passed because so many things go on with electronics and not as much, you know, man-woman labor out there um, to have to get things completed. And then, you know, some actual American, like, snacks are outlawed in other uh, countries because of the ingredients that they include and because some of the ingredients are how with so I don't know if a lot of you all are aware of this but with our labeling um, the FDA allows like a certain amount um, in there without of an ingredient before you actually have to label it so some things have trans fat in them. But they read like zero trans fat. Uh, there are some like dyes that we consume that have actually been shown to be carcinogenic, uh, which is why they're outlawed in um, other countries. So kind of scary stuff. I mean, like, we, you know, we're trying to be good for our health and, you know, a lot of like these um, diet foods you, or what we consider ultra-processed and they're not doing us any benefit, right? It's kind of frustrating. There's also 
a new study that revealed eating 20% or more of your caloric intake in ultra-processed foods, it actually increases your risk for cognitive decline, which is kind of scary, right? Because, you know, our minds are such an important resource. I mean, if we act, you know, our bodies are such an amazing tool. Um, And to think, like the mind just fascinates me anyway. But, so it's pretty scary. I mean, we've known from previous studies that ultra-processed foods can cause a rise in developing things like obesity, heart and circulation problems, diabetes, and cancer. And, of course, all these are threats to, like, shorten our lives, right? So, not only does the ultra-processed foods um, cause or potentially cause these issues... Now we're going to add cognitive decline to it. And the study found that eating ultra-processed foods may contribute to overall cognitive decline, in, including the areas that involve executive functioning. And this is the, uh, the area that allows us to process information and make decisions, which, I mean, the mind itself is just like really important anyway. Uh, but it's not like the cognitive decline of not being able to just like recall a couple of like words after a few minutes, uh, kind of like, you know, the memory, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. The memory is really important too, but anyway, it's impacting our decision-making. Like it can impact, like sometimes I wonder like the decisions people make anyway and then we're adding insult to injury with the ultra processed foods potentially you know it's not saying you're not saying that everybody that gets you know eats processed foods um is gonna have cognitive decline but they it does show a good argument with the study because then it was a study with both men and women who ate the most ultra-processed foods at a 28% faster rate of global cognitive decline. So meaning kind of like all over, you know, like being able to like recall and um, thought processes and decision-making. And then, but a 25% faster rate of executive function decline so, like, being able to, like, absorb the information, make decisions um, to those who ate the least amount of ultra-processed foods, which is approximately 20%. So, you know, it does show, and also just to caveat, I'm not sure, like, how big this study was. It didn't give, like, the stats. I'm going to actually post show notes, in my show notes, I'll, um post some of the links to the the two main links that I um used with uh this podcast uh material to that way you can go through and look at it too and read it because you know I'm just kind of giving you the little snippets of of it I'm giving you the cliff notes version of it and so you can go back and read the full thing the full articles so 
getting back to, and I mean, there is like a lot of challenges presented with, like one of the articles that I read, that one of the challenges that are presented with this is because of, you know, processed foods are so cheap, right? Because they can mass produce them. They are, they have uh, longer shelf stability. Um, so they're cheaper, which people on a, on a budget, um, you know, they're like the more, you, you know, if they're, they're the more budget friendly food, unfortunately, but health wise, they're not. Um, so I think what this kind of boils down to is like trying to really utilize things like um, the grocery store sales paper where like, you know, picking fresh items or even like frozen items that are just kind of like, you know, one ingredient type of foods to, to eat and, you know, going to getting involved in like um, community gardens and farmers markets where you can get, or um, like the co-ops where you can get like a box of produce, like really cheap. And, you know, you can also like tell your, um, you can, you know, things, so things that we can do because we're hearing this information, right? And we're like, okay, so what can we do to change it? It's like, you know, we're coming up on like, you know, let's see what it's like every couple of years or election year. So we can like write to our congressmen and senators and even like our local folks just kind of being like, look, look at this area. Like, what can we figure out what to do? So just, you know, advocating for those. Um, and then, like I said, you know, looking at the quick saw items, you know, they have some for meats at the grocery stores and some grocery stores even have some for vegetables that um, are going, uh, like the, the produce is not the freshest in uh, grabbing that um, frozen foods, like I said. But anyway, so just it kind of takes a little ways to get creative with it. Um, but, you know, our health is one of those things that we don't appreciate it until something happens with it, right? I mean, that's typically how it goes. You know, I when I had my sports injury with running, like, I, like, I appreciated running, but when I was injured, I really appreciated running and I really missed it. So anyway, um, starting to get on a whole new soapbox. I'm going to end it here. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to join next week because your health deserves it.